5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Monday, everybody. We're jumping into the text today. Lots to discuss here. So James chapter 1, some reason, is the, the random Bible generator. Uh, all of a sudden just pops up James or Matthew quite a bit, uh, which we've seen over the, the last couple of times. So James chapter 1, 26 and 27, if you claim to be religious but you but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So, so much to deal with here. I was just listening to a podcast, um, not my own podcast this morning, and I heard somebody say, um, and spirituality is not religion. And religion is not spirituality. And there's a lot to be said there and kind of dig into, because when you're looking at it, yes, spirituality is the acting out of, right? Religion and religiosity, right, is the, like you're saying, I'm a part of a sect, a division, a synod, a denomination, and so that's my religion. My religion is this. And um, But when you're looking at the word, you're kind of pulling, like, we do lots of things religiously, right? So I take a shower every day. Um, and I probably have taken a shower every day um, for a long time. Now, I know it wasn't quite that when I was younger, but here's the thing. This has become now religious to me. I like to take a shower. I like to wash the dirt off. You understand. We brush our teeth. We do, you know, these things we do, as we would say, religiously. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with calling it that day, saying it's, we're doing this religiously, right? It's something that we're holding to, something that we don't want to do without. Now, some people... I mean, in this, I don't know if it happened late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere in the 2000s, there was this religion versus relationship conversation that all of a sudden people started to um, try to figure out like, well, I'm not religious. Um, It's all about relationship. And I'm just thinking like, but wait a second. I mean, when we're a part of a church, it also is religious. Jesus did things religiously, even if, yes, he wants a relationship. But I, I somehow we got stuck in this that we're like, well, I don't do things religiously. Well, yes, we do all the time. Like if you go to church on a regular basis, you're religious. It's okay. It doesn't have to haunt you. Like, you don't have to think like, oh, like now I'm branded religious. No, it's okay. Jesus was religious even when, yes, he pushed back against some of the establishment, right? He pushed back against the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law. He pushed back against that. But yes, Jesus was still religious. Jesus did things religiously. And I think it it doesn't have to be, 
a bad word, and we can consider (laughs) what this means to be, yes, religious, and that's why James here saying, if you claim to be religious, so don't be afraid of that word. You're like, if you are following Jesus today, and somebody says, well, you're, you're a religious type, don't say, oh, like, no, I hate religion. No, like, you are already religious. Followers of Jesus should be in a gathering together. That's religious. We're doing that. Now, it's not about just the actions, and that's what we're going to get to. You doing things religiously doesn't mean salvation, right? It doesn't mean God loves you more. It means that you're doing things in a way that bring you meaning. When you read your Bible, when you're praying, when you're doing... These are religious things. It doesn't mean that you're doing any of them, or hopefully you're not doing any of them, to be able to say, God is going to give me special attention now. God's going to love me more because I'm doing. No, don't think of it that way. We see it different, right? So, But now, just think about if you have a problem with religious, that word in and of itself, like substitute it for something else. If you claim to be a follower of Jesus, there you go. Instead of the religious word, if you're scared of it, if you're terrified of it, then substitute it, right? If you claim to be a follower of Jesus, but you don't control your tongue, you're fooling yourself, and your following Jesus is worthless. So this is, it's a hard one. I mean, James doesn't pull punches. We know that. Um, he's, he's very direct. And he's very direct here. He's like controlling your tongue. So what does your tongue look like? You know, and, and he talks about it before. The, the tongue is double-edged, right? It, it can kill and it can also lift up, right? Your tongue and the power that words have in the life of people, very important. We need to understand how our words can be used in the lives of people. Every single one of us. Now, some of us, yes, have a mic. Some of us have a stage. Some of us have a whatever. And and those words are also going, you know, it might, you know, go out to more people. But it doesn't mean that everybody's words don't have power. Everybody's words do have power. Because we see people every day. James is trying to tell us, if we are trying to use our tongue to tear people down and to, to be able to destroy people, this is not... What followers of Jesus should do. This is like you are trying to represent Jesus and yet you're doing this and this doesn't make sense. And this is where we can, as accountability people within the church of Jesus, <laughs> that we can say, hey, so your, your walk doesn't match your talk. You're saying you're a follower of Jesus, but you're destroying people. You're trying to be able to tear everybody down like this doesn't make sense. The two don't make sense. Stop it. And in accountability, we should be a people who are saying, let me receive that well. And when we receive that, we repent, we receive forgiveness, and we try to do better. 27, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God means this. Caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Now, this is a hard one, right? 
You know, so if we're practicing religion, if we are doing the work, he's saying we take care of the orphans and widows. We take care of the distressed. We take care of those who cannot care for themselves. This is an important aspect to living the life of a follower of Jesus. May your walk match your talk. May the things that come out of your mouth match what somebody might say, that's drawing me and a picture of Jesus. Now, nobody's going to be perfect. Everybody is going to fail in this. But it doesn't mean that we use that as an excuse to say, I'll do whatever I want, I'll say whatever. No, no, we, we need to align ourselves to the likeness of Christ. And when we fail, we ask for forgiveness. We seek it, repent, believe the good news that we have been forgiven. And then we try to do better. That's a good word for today. Consider it um, as you're looking through James chapter 1, 26 and 27. See what God's trying to be able to speak to you about it today. All right, everybody, we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.